Yeah, can't get mad if I get catfished by a bitch. I get catfished every day in the streets. These niggas ain't who they claiming to be. Motherfuckers keep on changing. Can't get mad if I get catfished by a bitch. I get catfished every day in the streets. These niggas ain't who they claiming to be. And these motherfuckers keep on changing. I'm the modern day Heath Ledger. I don't care about the stage if it ain't Coachella. Shouldn't have his gun, baby. I'm a whole felon, but the police come we, around. We, we ain't doing no we telling. Back, back. They don't know my name. <laughs> You're gonna freestyle on that one of these times. <laughs> right. You know it's coming. Right. And then, you know, if you really follow me and you really fuck with me, now you know I rap too. So I don't do that shit, you know, that often. I just do it in the past time. But if you fuck with me, you know I rap. because uh, I did it on my page after the very first episode. Um, but this is the Not Safe for Work podcast. That starts with a dope ass motherfucking intro, so we gotta give them <laughs> the love that they they deserve. Um, I'm your host, Eric, aka Easy Money. Then we got my co-host, Leslie, Lady Grant. Hey y'all! And then we got our third co-host finally making an appearance <laughs> on the motherfucking podcast. Mm. The grants to my lady, mm. right? <laughs> mm. <laughs> We can't get no more than that. Uh. You, know, you know, you know, I was gonna go. <laughs> you can go ahead. Avenue, you can I'm go not, ahead. I'm not gonna go down that avenue. So deep uh, in your feelings. No. So look, let, let's 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 go ahead and tell everybody. All right. Oh God. So one day, <laughs> we was chilling in the living room, right? And you came up with not safe for work, right? Uh, yeah, I was scrolling through Reddit. Okay. Uh, you know how you scroll through and you see the little not safe for work tag or whatever. And I was like, hmm, that's like an eye catching thing. When you see that yep. SFW, you know, it's going to be some recklessness. Uh-huh. Or just something that's like, on, you know, it's eye catching. So I was like, that would be dope. Like, a, that would be a dope like brand or something, you know, because when people see it, they'll think, you know, this is something that's intriguing or it's providing. Yep. It's the people going. You know? All right. You can come up to the mic a little bit closer. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's going to be some reckless. <laughs> so this is probably going to be the episode where you really get the NSFW shit here. Because in the midst of the conversation, I'm like, yeah, you're right. We should put that shit on clothing because that's generally my response to to all of it. And then, you know, I said, you know, we should do a podcast called Not Safe for Work. And then kind of make it about how we're not safe to be in the workplace. You know, we we kind of made to be entrepreneurs and we should move into this. So, you know, oh, mm. you, you you can speak, man. They mm. can't see your face. Mm. So you, I'm, we, we I'm pretty oh. sure okay. that that was my sentiment. You were saying <laughs> that we should put it on clothes and like the different letter colors and stuff like that. But it's fine. Like I said, this this thing has been in the making like the whole time, like. For years, because we every time yeah. we get together and we talk and we you know have our conversations and stuff, it's usually like surrounding some not safe for work shit. So all right, and I know y'all hear this third voice and and y'all still haven't been introduced to him. This is Darius, aka Quality, mm-hmm. aka um, Bay. Oh, uh, okay, not my Bay, but uh, <laughs> 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 uh, no, oh, not my Bay. But yeah, this oh, is this is the me. best friend to best friend in law, and yeah. so we finally got him on the podcast. Uh, 
If you don't know us personally, we all live in the same house. Well, I'm homeless, and they share oh their extra room to their house. Exactly what I said to me, um, and we didn't live together for a long time, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> off and on, like th- this yeah. ain't new. Yeah, this ain't new. But yeah, um, so because they have three children <laughs> and different work schedules it it generally causes like conflicts in recording cuz either we do it like extremely late at night like 2 o'clock in the morning or right now it's like the afternoon while naps is going on but we finally got a moment to all sit down be behind the mic and you know do a podcast so, uh, if you like Darius, you could tell the people what you do because they already know what we do. Uh, you know, uh, my life is dope, and I do dope shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that's Jesus pretty much it. <laughs> shout you out know. to Masanya because she gonna probably hear that shit and be like, "Yeah, yeah." Shout out to Yeezy. You know, that's where we that's where oh. we got that from. Yeah. No, seriously, that's where it came. Yeah. from. Yeah, so. came from Dave no, Chappelle. So. Yeah, I'm Darius. Not Darius Rucker, you know, from Hooting and Blowfish. Oh, my fucking God. Um, <laughs> people say that shit all the time. It's so irritating. Like, that's the only Darius. White people say oh that. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm Darius. Uh, I do graphic design. You know, that's my work. You know, that's what I do with my talent. That's your passion. It's my passion. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Talk shit to Eric. And yeah, that's the that's the real that's passion. Sub passion. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the the graphic design is the sub passion. The, the, the life passion is to antagonize the shit out of me. Uh, you know what? I'm, I should take a picture of Netflix, the Netflix, uh-uh. so people can see <laughs> what you change. My Netflix icon too, bro. I seen it and I was like, "Oh man, I gotta do it. This is hilarious." And as soon as I seen that shit, right? I wish you had seen it alone so you could like say that you seen it later. Like I was there when you saw it, so I, I wanted to get the text. From you, like, bro, what is you doing? I seen like, that shit and I instantly was like. I I knew exactly that you did it, and all I could do was laugh, That's like because it's just. And I'm gonna leave that shit up there, like it's, it's just gonna funny. be up there permanently. When I seen him, like who is actually using this as an <laughs> right? <laughs> like like who? I Who's? guess somebody is, but it's like it's they probably put that shit there because they knew niggas was gonna antagonize other <laughs> niggas gonna with that <laughs> shit. <For> this moment, because <laughs> I couldn't even imagine a person like that. Picking that picture mm-hmm. as, but I mean, maybe they would. Maybe. All right. So, um, you do graphic de- design, really dope graphic design. Like, um, Mine, you know. how does it? How did it start for you? Because you've been, um, you actually, you've been doing that shit for like ten, ten years yeah, now. Like ten years. Um, so I've always been into like arts and crafts and stuff. Like, and I'm like really into like making my own way when it comes to like that kind of stuff like and uh so it started i think we were we were at state and i wanted i wanted something i wanted some custom something so i feel like it was a red dog shirt you know what no yeah that that is where it started so 
we had a line for Red Dog, and they they crossed, and they needed shirts. And, like, I was like, well, I'm going to figure something out. So I got, like, some fabric paint, and I cut some stencils, and I made some stuff, and it came out pretty good. Like, everybody liked it. So uh, I just kept doing that with the stencils and the fabric paint, you know, making my own stuff, come up with little creative stuff. And, like, as I got more into it, I, I figured out how to do it more and more sophisticated, like, more sophisticated ways to get my ideas onto a shirt. So eventually it just turned into, you know, looking up YouTube videos and learning how to screen print and all this. And then I got a press and I printed shirts and I got Adobe Illustrator and I like taught myself how to, you know, make what I wanted and you know, just kind of took off from there. Yeah. And, and you talking about that, I, I thought back to, you know, Nigga, you've been antagonizing me since the beginning of fucking Bruh, time. When we, you remember when we was fucking crabbing the band? Who, who antagonized who first? <laughs> who planted the seed, Eric? You know what? I gotta own that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So since we, you know, we telling we, we didn't get to talk about that, but so oh, yeah, this history goes back a long Oh yeah, it goes back time. to that had to be like 2002, like the fall of 2002 yeah. cuz it was it was my junior year in high school. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um I was in the band. We both played tuba. We both in, it ended up playing tuba at Alabama State. Um but we both played tuba in high school and my football team played Joe football team. Shaw played Tucker and I was the only tuba player in my band, but like I, I've always beyond the the fear and shit, like social anxiety back then. I was always a cocky nigga, so and that was that was my arena. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's different, you know. It's also than my arena, right? <laughs> I wish I had one of those boxing bells so I could just. Ding. <laughs> Let's begin. <laughs> right. So, you know, y'all came to us. And anytime anybody came to our school, we would, the, the section leaders would go across the field and they'd meet the other bands, shake hands and shit. Mm. Well, I took that moment to talk shit every single time I went across the field. But we didn't play a lot of black schools, but <laughs> y'all was a black That's school. So, <laughs> so I came across and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm super hyped. I still remember that shit like it was yesterday. And I'm like, I just come across there talking shit. And I, and I've always been a great shit talker, like a great shit talker. And I'm like, I'm the only two we play. It was three of y'all. And I'm like, I would have been y'all section leader if I was in y'all band Bro, talking all this well, shit. Spit in my face. <laughs> like, for real. And then I'm like, meet me at the 50, right? And I, I, I had every intention of meeting y'all niggas. But so I, I, <laughs> y'all did. But I, unfortunately, I went to a core style school and I had a white band director who was like, nah, you're not doing that shit. We about to dip. And y'all niggas was actually yeah, down Cat there. County, bro. Like, you ain't said nothing but the word. We gonna see you after that, Your band director had seen Drumline and was like, we're not gonna cause nah, that this problem, is sir. <laughs> this is before Drumline. Like, really? Yeah, before yeah. that? Yeah, because yeah, Drumline came out too. like... 2002. Drumline, it came out like... um. It didn't come out to the spring yeah, though. It was in the spring. Yeah, oh, it wasn't during band season. Okay. Yeah. It was, before, it was uh yeah, it was after that. Yeah. I ain't no nerd like these nerds. Yeah, we so. was we was actually they, living they the some life actual the band nerds. Right. <laughs> Capture. Like we was living it. <laughs> but so, yeah. So after talking to all that shit, you know what I'm saying? This was this was just 
like an everyday thing for me. You know what I'm saying? To talk shit. But <laughs> when we got to fucking Alabama State and was in the band at pre-drills, you approached me and he was like, ain't you that nigga from... From Shaw High School. From <laughs> I had completely forgot about that shit at that point. I thought about I, it every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when so, I see you, I'm like, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably that moment that Darius decided that he was going to be the best tuba player he oh could ever God, be bro. from my inspiration. Because, I mean, you did go on to be the section leader for three years. I mean, that was going to happen anyway. Yeah. But, you know. Like but you the only nigga that was section leader for three years straight, wasn't it? No. Um, well, Lil Mike. Yeah, Lil, Lil Mike. Lil Mike. Lil Mike was a section leader for a few years. But, yeah, I think so. Everybody else. I mean, it might have been some people before us, you know, that yeah. did a stretch like that. But in that area, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I did start to antagonize him. But, yeah. but I, you what set I, the tone, bro. So I, <laughs> <laughs> and this nigga has never let me down from that shit since. So every every – Moment of interaction. There's some antagonizing there underlying. It's only I, right, man. It's only right. I remember <laughs> when you fucking drew that picture of me. <laughs> Bro, I swear. When I was drawing that, my intention was not to draw you. It just came out. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I just kept going. <laughs> I kept going. And I'm like, this is Eric. <laughs> I swear, I, it wasn't my intention. I'm like, I'm gonna draw Eric today. Like, I was just kind of doodling, and I'm like, wait a minute, bro. <laughs> this is Eric. <laughs> Nigga, I wanted to goddamn take that picture, ball it up, and burn that motherfucker, man. Because <laughs> uh, I forgot about that. I used to sit with my mouth open all the fucking time, and this nigga drew. A picture yeah, like of a, a profile, like a side shot <laughs> of Eric with his mouth open. Because uh, we used to be, I think we, uh, I think I showed you, we were in like. Uh, we was in the recital hall. Yeah, in the recital hall. Yeah. What was that shit called? Uh, performance, performance class? class yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that shit was, I hated that fucking picture. I was like, this motherfucker. That was pretty hilarious. Yeah. So, you've been. A person who's done art for, or he was always into doodling and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, just kind of like on the side. I never really took it like serious, serious. I probably could be a lot better had I actually like focused on it for real, for real. But um, being like super cheap and like, <laughs> not wanting to spend a lot of money on stuff, that kind of fueled, like I said, the t-shirt stuff. So, um, but once I got into YouTube and Leslie got the press uh, for me, because again, I was cheap and yeah. yes. we had just had... Daniel, yeah, we was like struggling, so I was not about to drop seven hundred and fifty dollars on nothing, yeah, you know. But she did it anyway. I was slick <laughs> mad about. It. I didn't know. No, hold, please. I first found um, because <laughs> being married to Darius, <laughs> you have to understand. Like a part of a marriage is understanding who you married. I know I married a cheap ass nigga, um, but. That's why we survive because we ain't broke. Um, but I found the Hobby Press first, mm -hmm. and it was one hundred fifty dollars. They had them on sale, yeah, that's right. and I'm like, I could do this, and he would be less mad. Right. <laughs> I still like if I had if you had told me you were going to buy, I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. We gonna say that hundred fifty because you know. Yeah, but y'all made like you made that money oh, back. Yeah. Like, oh, time, time and time yeah. over. Yeah, like yeah. exponentially, but. 
Yeah, so she bought the press. And like I said, I was like mad and happy and excited mm-hmm. at the same time. I'm like, you making purchases without you know what I'm saying, <laughs> discussing it. But I'm like, I'm going to make some cool shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I got it. And like I made some stuff and like just progressively, uh, you know, just got more into it. And uh, I got more in Illustrator, got better with that and just used it to like, you know, Pretty much started a little movement, and especially at the band with the shirts and stuff. Like, oh yeah, that, <laughs> right. that shit. Like any of those custom shirts, like even the ones that like I didn't make and stuff like that. I nobody was doing that before. I kind of dropped like the I crank shirt and like the Magic City shirt. Yeah, because it then at that point we only had the school the shirts that right. they paid for mm-hmm. people to design, right. and that shit was specifically for the band. Right, right. you know, it was, what I'm like, saying? pretty not like bad. It was our thing. uniform. Right, it was yeah. Like, Basically, you know, the insignia and everything that looks the same way on the uniform. Yeah. It didn't really, like, have any pizzazz or, like, flair. It was just kind of like the school signs and stuff. You know? So yeah. it was cool because, like, you know, it's our stuff. It's our insignia. So we rock it. But, you know, I just thought it would be dope to do some, you know, some extra stuff. Yeah. And we've, we've had, like, several several events now that we have custom shirts for. You know what I'm saying? that Yeah. That... They specifically have the school insignia, but it's also like specific to that event. And it's know? sparked inspiration in other people. I mean, like you said, it's it's not just you making the shirts anymore. It really is a movement um, because from you, I mean, there have been others who come along and, you know, make custom shirts just for the band or the sections now do their own custom stuff because of uh, some of the tuba stuff that you've done. So, yeah, you ain't got to put me on the mic. I'll toot my husband horn all day. Look, <laughs> yeah. it's not a thing. I think it's, I think it's just dope in general. And uh, just being able to take an idea, you know, and make it physical, you know what I'm saying, to manifest yeah. it. It's like, that's the fun part. That's the dope part to me. You yeah. Know? Like, to take it and, you know, like I said, the whole not safe word is kind of that same concept, you know, because you take that uh, – you take that, uh, you know, that emotion or that, that feeling people get when they see that, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And you attach it to, you know, to this and it's, it's, it's pulling or whatever. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know, um, for me, i I feel like this is, this is definitely going to be a dope podcast, but the merchandise is going to be like equally dope or mm-hmm. even more dope. One, because we got you designing the shit, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, just just like you said in the initial initial conversation, like, to see that is, like, appealing. It's provocative, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you see it and you want to be like, what's that? Like, what is not safe for what? Like, what, what's, what? you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's almost hard for you to not click on the shit and try to see what it is. And, and although it's like a T-shirt, it's not clickable. Right. But you know what I'm saying? you ask. Right. right. Ask yourself, like, what is that? Like, like right. why where you that, get that shirt from? Yeah. Know, why is that not safe for work? It's right. going to get your, your mind moving and thinking. And it's like, that's what good, uh, I guess, like, advertising. That's what a good... Uh, that's what a good symbol does. That's what a good logo yeah. does. Like it gets you thinking about like a chain or a train of thought yeah. that comes after it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before we put this shit out, we got to copyright that shit. Because, <laughs> nah. <laughs> I mean, you can't copyright the shit anyway, I don't right. think, because it's like a. It's pretty common. And it might be something out there already, but 
we can figure out a way. Though. Right. And then, and I mean that even in saying that, that's like the kind of dope part about what what you do because you know, like you've we've seen other people do like the stuff that is clearly inspired by what you do. Mm-hmm. But they still come back to you, you know what I'm saying? The shit that that really is important, they come back to you and be like, "Yeah, can you design this?" You know what I'm saying? So, like your 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 design kind of like it still sits on top, like as the father. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of like important for anything you do. You do like you know to do it at such a quality that people can mimic it. They can try to do it. They can try something similar, but it's. It's so dope that, you know what I'm saying? You have a, you're going to have your lane regardless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like people are going to go back in and reference what, what you do. Like I, I'm pretty sure it's other podcasts that, that kind of talk about these similar things. But like for me, it's always anything. Uh, majority of the things I do is about reaching the people that don't get reached all the time. Right. And like that tends to be more people than we actually realize. You know what right. I'm saying? Cause even like, even a lot of it started from like just my battle with weight and like understanding that like in our country, like there's so many obese people, like it's, it's in an alarming rate. But although like, you know, like healthy foods and veganism and, and, you know, eating plant-based is still an extremely popular thing in our country. Mm-hmm. Like, people are still overweight, you know? And it's just like, well, for me, it was, it always clicked that, well, those things that that have worked for a select number of people has worked. It doesn't work for these people who are still struggling with it. Mm -hmm. So, majority of the things that I do or I'm inspired to do is to reach those people that that struggle beyond those things. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, again, it is it is about the mental health. That's why I'm a mental health advocate because I, I think, like, those are the things that go unchecked and those are the things that, that you don't consider in the equation, but you still want the equation to balance out to be, you know what I'm saying, the definite answer. Well, if you don't factor that in or you don't start addressing it, like, the equation is never going to enter. Gonna it's, never, it's never going to work. And it, as much as you you – you know, you try to do the equation and what, what we tend to do as human beings as people is like look at you as a bad person because, you know what I'm saying, like we're trying to still put that equation on top of you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like that's the that's the part that that's not being adjusted. And we're not adamant about that part being adjusted because we feel like you're supposed to know the math. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's like, you know, for me, it's like, well, I figured out how to do my equation differently. Right. And it took, like, me getting outside of the box and going outside of the box to figure out how to do the equation differently. Like, I've always been good at math. Like, I'm a very logical person, you know, so I, I'm good at doing things logically, but there was always something that was illogical that was stopping me. Mm-hmm. And that... You know, it it took me identifying that thing and then actually working on it. And then now when I do fucking math equations, them shits just flow. Like even like money, like we were talking about like how I've always wanted to budget 
or I've always wanted to make my dollars spend on investments, but I never could do that. Like, cause I was, I was emotionally buying shit. And I like, I, even now, like just looking back when I get paid, the first thing I want to do is spend money. And, and a part of it is cause you, you, you generally got bills that need to be paid when you get paid. Like it's already past due. So like it, <laughs> it creates like a, a habit. Mm-hmm. To as soon as that money hit to spend money, like take that money down. So like when what would happen to me in the past would be like, okay, the bill will be paid, but I still got that urge to spend money. So I go buy some bullshit, you know, and like that's something that like once I got past the emotional, like the depression and shit, like I can realize it when it's happening. I can I can in in real time be like. I'm only trying to buy this shit because I want to spend money. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. it's only this. I don't really want the shit. I don't really need the shit. And that like that changes how I behave. And and even like with like my weight loss journey, like I ain't perfect, but I've lost like 45 pounds. But anytime that and yeah, I did some bullshit today. So <laughs> Dang, ain't nobody even <laughs> Yeah, we didn't even make no facial expressions. He judged himself all by I himself. I did. I did. I did. But at the same time, like at the same time, I'm being accountable to myself because I realize when I start doing bullshit. Like I realize when that part of the equation starts happening that I don't control. Like I realize it and then I take control of it. Mm-hmm. And like I feel like that's that's what life is supposed to be about after you've you've gotten conditioned into being outside of doing what's like natural to you. Right. Because like majority of us are kind of like. I feel like we we've always had a passion, you know what I'm saying? You just pack things on top of that passion to say that you shouldn't do the passion. Yeah. Like you pack reasons and, and so quote unquote responsibilities on top of that passion that say you shouldn't do it but it'll peak out it'll peak out every time like you can try as hard as you want to to try to run or hide from your passion but it's going to jump out at you no matter what like even with each of us on our individual journeys like we may have responsibilities and nine to five jobs and things like that but your passion will come back to you you know every time and you'll be able to see it other people will be able to see it in the things that you do You know, like you were saying, you know, other people might try to do what you do, but when you do it, even if it's not something that you're heavily focused on, when you do it, they're going to see that 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 functions differently. It does something differently because of the passion that you put behind it. And like you said, it makes you when you're in your passion, it makes you feel differently about money and the way you address it because when you're really in it it's not about the money anymore right you know and again those things are just uh, a result of you being in your purpose and your passion you know money money doesn't become a factor you don't see money or making money differently or you don't see it the same you see it differently because what you're focused on is putting out the quality of the work right really really making what you're doing the best that it can be. You know what I mean? Like that, that's how you know you're operating where you need to be, that you're vibrating higher because now you've entered your purpose. 
And I mean, with each of the things that you talked about, your weight loss journey, you know, how you approach money, uh, doing the work that you do, all of it is a matter of where, like you said, you are mentally. Are you in a place mentally where you're ready to operate in your purpose? Yes. Okay. The universe is finna flip the script on you. Like. It's crazy because like, you know, just to go back to like when I started doing the shirts and stuff and like my whole idea behind it like it was never about like all right how can I make some money how can I get you know turn this into a monetary thing like I just wanted to make some cool you were so (laughs) weird about making money (laughs) I just wanted like yeah it was weird like when the shit was like making money I was like wait a minute (laughs) is this supposed to be happening this way I'm just having fun I'm gonna pay the whole rent off of one t-shirt design I'm just having fun like it was weird because you know we live the way we live nine to fives and stuff like that you the formula is, you know, you go do some shit you're not really comfortable with, and, yeah. you know, but you do it because you have to and you got responsibilities. So when you do some shit that you're just having, purely having fun and time is flying by yeah. while you're doing it and the shit is, is is producing, you know, monetary rewards, it's like, it's weird, you know what I'm saying? And it shouldn't even be that way, you know? Yeah. It's, it's just kind of getting past that, what you did. Oh, yeah. Condition. Because yeah. when, when you think about it, like even you saying that you made enough to pay uh, the rent off of one T-shirt design, like that seems such a small thing, but like when you're when you're doing what you love, like the quality is there. Mm-hmm. Like uh, one thing I thought about is the fact that you have sparked people to to get into merchandising and shit like that, and you can see their their work, and it's not that it's not not quality it's just not as dope you can see the money behind it right you can see that it's that somebody saw what you were doing and they saw the potential for money rather than the potential for dopeness they saw the response and you know the the people that were interested and it's like oh there's probably a stream there you know yeah like i said i never it was never that for me like i just wanted to make some cool shit yeah ideas and like i thought you know marching band was like a passion you know what i'm saying we all marching hornets so you know i just wanted to have some dope shit and like that's kind of where it started yeah but you know is it i guess i'll say a part of it too is like you should get paid for that shit you know what i'm saying would you yeah when you you'd rather i'd rather get paid to do this shit (laughs) than what i get paid to do at work Cause I, I mean, I, I know, I, I know what I'm doing here. You know what I'm saying? I know that I'm putting 110 percent here, so I know the quality of what I'm putting out. So I'd rather get paid for this. I don't, not, it's not about the money though. It's not like I want to be a millionaire. I do want to be a millionaire. Let me, let me say that. <laughs> I'm not doing this to be a millionaire. Right, right. I, I just know that that comes along with what the fuck I'm doing. Like I know that. You know, if, if I do anything and I put it out for sale, it's going to make money. You know what I'm saying? Because of why I do it. Yeah. I, it's just, it is, it really is a conditioning thing, though, I think. I think we're conditioned to believe that the only way that you should be able to support yourself is by being in a nine to five. Like, like that's the whole point of the podcast. Right. Not, <laughs> being not safe for work because work wants you to believe that the only way that you can sustain yourself is being in this nine to five. Yeah. They don't want you to know that you can go out there and do some fucking fun shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. And support yourself. Right. You know what I'm and saying? Do something that you love and have a passion for. Yeah. You know, right. Still, you know what I'm saying? But, but that's the beautiful thing about our generation though. Cause like I, our parents perpetuated that. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's because that's all they had. You know what I'm saying? Their parents perpetuated that. Society at the time. Yeah. But when you, even when you think back to like fucking slavery and post-slavery, like people was like, fuck that. I'm not being a slave. I'm going to get away from this shit. And they created, you know what I'm saying? Completely fluent lives. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they did some really big shit in the world, like going from slavery we get paid to do what we do. It's still a form of slavery. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it mean, we want to be real about it. It's still a form of slavery. So slavery it's like with extra steps, right? <laughs> exactly. And it's just like, you know, when you think about it that way, like, and I mean, when you take it in wholeheartedly, it's like, I got to get off this motherfucker. I'm not safe. Mm-hmm. I'm not safe for work. Because right. <laughs> I I got so much more shit that I need to be doing with my life than to be, you know what I'm saying, in this one space. Now, granted, in my situation, and I can't speak for nobody else, in my situation, because of, like, what I've decided, I still, I still do this shit there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The conversations I have here, I still have that shit there. And it's, and, and it's because... I'm true to who I am. It's in your DNA. <laughs> at all times. You know what I'm saying? Like, we I mean, we talked about it on the podcast. You know, I, I just am. You know? And that's... I, I can't... I can't be nobody but me. And, and I feel like being something different would not be telling the truth. Right. So, like, even when I fix... it, Even when I try to posture myself up to do some bullshit. That's my <laughs> mama's favorite part of the the podcast and her friends is that the bullshit. Every time I talk to her on the phone, they bring up the bullshit and the bullshit. Cause you know, they can relate to that shit. They, they've worked for people for all these years and they've said to themselves, I don't do this bullshit. Right. So for them to hear me say it, it resonates with them. And like, I just decided that I wasn't going to do the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I, at the end of the day, if I got fired, which I don't want to get fired because I still enjoy the money, you know what I'm saying? I still enjoyed the fruits of that labor. And let's enjoy more than you got a purpose. Right. But I do enjoy I did enjoy going to eat uh, yesterday and being able to pay for that shit. I'm, I just want to be clear. Like, I do enjoy So you wouldn't sit in that show good? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so i i, I want to be you know what i'm saying i want to be clear i'm i'm 100 i'm real i'm thankful for that part mm-hmm. i'm thankful for being able to go to places that i can go from having a nine to five but there's more right there's and more. and seeing them motherfuckers who come into my nine to five let me know that there's more and my nine to five just can't offer me that mm-hmm. right like they can't they i and and now that I know that, it's like, all right, so I got to, you know what I'm saying? I know it sounds like it's not, it's about the money. And, and it, I mean, it's the root of it, everything you want to do in life has money involved in it. Until, it's about making money doing what you love. Right. Like, you shouldn't have to make money the way they tell you. Right. Right. So, you know, that's just the point I'm at. Because if they fire me, I'm just going to have to, I'm going to have to figure it out. Even when I can't go to work for some time, I'd be like, well, shit, I could just hop in the, I could just hop in the car and fucking sign up for Uber Eats and start delivering shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 it's a way out of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You just, 
you gotta you gotta you gotta get it into your mind and believe that whatever you do whatever you choose to do is going to feed you mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna like make a way for you you gotta believe that shit because you know what i'm saying like i said you go back to the slaves they had to believe that shit they had to believe because they had no clue what outside of slavery was going to be because they was born into slavery. They were slaves. They just knew that that shit wasn't the move. This ain't it. This ain't it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is this is not it. I don't know what the fuck is going to be like when I leave my nine to five. Well, I do because I'm creating my, you know what I'm right. saying? I'm You're doing building the foundation. Right. Currently. I'm building the foundation. I still got one foot inside the door, but I'm not afraid of what. The other side is gonna look like anymore, and it used to consume me. But it changed it. That even that in itself changed how much going to work weighed on me. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, when you worry about getting fired, because you feel like that shit is. If if I get fired, I can't pay this. I can't oh. do this. All right, <laughs> it's over. When you worry about that, it it adds more stress. But when you don't care about it, like you can sleep better and then like you can get up and not hate the job like i don't hate my job at all i, I want to be 100 percent clear i don't hate my job at all mm-hmm. like you know i i really don't i enjoy doing what i do i just know that that's not that's just a stepping stone you know what i'm saying and i understand that there's more for me but it it also took me to like to kind of let go of that care about getting fired to be like, I don't hate the job. The safety net. Right. Because I don't care. It it ain't shit they can say to me that's going to make me stress. Right. At at a point, it did. Like, it did. You know, I used to worry about, like, and and I ain't going to lie. The poor are still a small part. I still got a little fuck to give. But it's just a little (laughs) one. It ain't small. It's a, a small fuck. it's a very small fuck to give. I still got a little fuck to give. I'd be lying if I said I didn't. That's honest. But like, <laughs> when I stop giving the most fucks, you know right. what I'm saying? I can go in there and I can just be who the fuck I am. Yeah, like free up that energy, right? <laughs> and that's when you become not safe for work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And on that note, we had 38 minutes. I I do I. I do be taking over. So if y'all y'all got anything else good, y'all want to say, you know what I'm saying? If not, we're going to let that motherfucking dope ass outro oh, ride. Yeah, can't get mad if I get catfished by a bitch. I get catfished every day in the streets. These niggas ain't who they claiming to be. Motherfuckers keep on changing. Can't get mad if I get catfished by a bitch. I get catfished every day in the streets. These niggas ain't who they claiming to be. And these motherfuckers keep on changing.